Independence Day will talk a lot about it today, so I'm not sure what you guys are uh, planning on doing. Hopefully you guys are going to go watch some fireworks or whatever you're doing. Uh, I'm still a little hungover from Friday night. Did you? So, I, I, I'm just, I'm confessing. Um, I went to uh, John the Butcher's uh, shop on, on Thursday, and I brought uh, a, a plethora of meat. <laughs> uh, just, do you want me to tell you or you want me to stop? I'll tell you. So I get up to the farm Friday, and we had uh, pork steaks. This is, I'm hungover from too much meat. Um, the pork steaks were about almost two pounds a piece. And Wes, I threw them on a hot grill. And underneath them, I had uh, baked potatoes and corn on the cob. Uh, and sweet tea. So uh, ask me, said, well, what are you going to eat today? Ask me. Porterhouse. Look at your neighbor and say, slapping on a grill, Jack. I got about six of them. Uh, and I, I don't know, they're gracing somewhere around with the six, probably close to about 15 pounds. $70 worth of porterhouse. That in itself is Independence Day right here. Can I get a witness that have Bible? Amen. Uh, yeah, so I'm a little, I'm a little meat hungover. I'm just kind of like a little Jones in a little. The spirit of the Lord is upon me, Isaiah 61, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim the liberties to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. So this is the word of the Lord. Amen. Um, I got to let you know, the last couple of services um, here and at Warrington were Kathy just standing on their head by the time they left. I don't think the... 8.30 service let out till just a minute or two ago, did it? Uh, and that's what was happening at Warrant. I don't think I got home till midnight. Late. No, it wasn't that late. It was probably about 8 o'clock. I knew it was somewhere. <laughs> it went on and on and on. It's kind of like the tent revival when people, we just baptized another person here. We just got people getting born again, baptized, born again, baptized. We're just baptizing everybody. And, and it's a good friend of mine's son, and he just, what a, what a great, and what a great kid. He came into my office, said, Pastor Pat, thank you so much for all that. If you're raising your kids and children, you got it licked. I can tell you that right now. Amen. Right. Let's give it up to the moms and dads who are doing it right here at Ebb Bible. Um, Independence Day means to be uh, free from control. Free from control, and and that's how the country started. They couldn't deal with the tyranny uh, over in Great Britain, so they, they risked life and limb to come over to America. Say America. America to where you can worship the Lord as you see fit. And ain't nothing anybody can do about it. 
uh, because you've, you've experienced uh, the, uh, you've experienced some of the try of some of our local officials trying to take the freedom in different forms or fashions. And it's almost like somebody trying to get you in a stranglehold. And, and, and boy, that's a, that's a bad feeling because there has been people all through the history of America that have fought and died for the red, white, and blue. So we have the freedom to come in this church and worship how we want. Amen? Let me say something uh, about being disrespectful. It, it, it doesn't look good on anybody, does it? You have the right living in America to talk how you want, walk how you want, and, and, and you don't have to stand for the flag or you could burn it or whatever, but it's extremely disrespectful. And, and I was getting to thinking about that, and I'm, I was trying to figure out a name uh, for people who burn the flag and uh, uh, don't stand for the flag. I was trying to think of a name for them, but I, I just, I'm not going to tell you what it is right now. I'm just not going to tell you right now. I'll just, I'll, I'll be kind and just call them a spoiled sport. Spoiled means their daddy never smacked them upside the head and say, get your sense about you, boy, and stand up. I wasn't going to say all that, but it just kind of oozed out. Amen. So let's talk about it. So all through this, and then when I get over into Romans 6, I got a video for you, all this kind of stuff. It's a great day uh, to be a Christian and living in America. So he's given liberty to the captives, and what binds people is sin. We don't have a, a politician problem or a money problem or relational problem. We have a sin problem. We like to do whatever we want to do and expect God to bless it, and it ain't never going to work that way. We have a sin problem in America, but the tide is turning. And he said, proclaim the liberty to the captives and opening of the prison to those who are bound. Bow with me and pray on this note. If you or someone you know, we can bring the house lights down for just a second, Jackie. If you or someone you know is bound to sin, habitual, intentional, willful sin, you might want to ask God to release you from it right now. Just You can just kind of throw your hand up and throw it right back down. Just go, I need to get out of it and just bring it right back down in the name of Jesus, Father God. We ask you to, to help us remember that when we're delivered from sin, we can truly enjoy freedom. So I pray that you bless the message, you bless the offering, uh, the Lord's Supper, and the video, uh, and you bless our weekend coming up. In thy name of Jesus, amen. amen. Let's roll that video, please. Thank you. For just a moment, let us listen to the words again. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. My fellow Americans, it falls to us to keep faith with all the great Americans of our past. 
the things that unite us, these things far outweigh what little divides us. That Jew and Gentile, we are one nation under God. The black and white, we are one nation indivisible. That Republican and Democrat, we are all Americans. With heart and hand, through whatever trial and travail, we pledge ourselves to each other and to the cause of human freedom, a cause that has given light to this land and hope to the world. So again, independent means to be free from control. Um, do you know when the 56 founding fathers signed the Declaration of Independence, it, w it was a death warrant. It was a, when, watch this, when you get out there and you speak on behalf of America or, or you speak on behalf of, of Christ, you're probably going to get some pushback. These guys, in, in, when you look at the Declaration of Independence and you see the founding fathers, the 56 that signed that, and, and the John Hancock signature, he was the first one to sign that. They knew that they were going to die. They knew that they are going to be persecuted for their faith, and, and they did it anyways because they wanted their children and their grandchildren to have freedom. Amen. And we can't let that spirit ever die. You have to do it anyways. And freedom ain't inherited, it's fought for. And if you don't fight for it, they'll take it away, I'll guarantee that. And it, and it, may, be, it may be someone close to you or closer to you than you think. Uh, because anytime you hear, I was thinking about this, I'm going to go through a couple of things that, that kind of give me the, uh, what are heebie-jeebies? I get them still every once in a while. It's a spidey sense. Anybody talks about mandates or regulations or sanctions, just do this with me. Just go, oh. It's like, it's, it's kind of, it's, it, it, say it with me, it's un-American. It's starting to, it's starting to, when anybody starts to restrict, that's when I feel like I just got to act out and wave a flag or something. I just feel like I need to testify and when a, when a sanction comes down or a, or a regulation or a, or, or a mandate, they come down and, I'm like, and it hits me like sideways because we're so polar opposite of that. Amen? I'm like, well, what the heck is that? It's like uh, somebody trying to give me a veggie salad on 4th of July. Like, what the heck is that? It's a little odd to me. I'm like, give me a chunk of meat, will you? Freedom is something that, uh, and, and I believe what you celebrate, you'll get more of. Amen? Amen. And this is the birth of the, of, of the greatest country ever known. Amen. And we plan on keeping it that way. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn with me into Romans uh, chapter 6. And, and here he's talking about uh, actually spiritual freedom. And I was kind of talking to little Richard about that. I said, hey, you know, it's... Uh, when, when you've given your heart to God, uh, there's this thing called sanctification, 
and it gets released in your body, if you allow it to happen and you become more and more, Joyce, like Christ as you, um, let's see, as you surrender. That's what I told him. I said, as you surrender. If you don't want to surrender, you'll be fighting him, you know, tooth and nail all the time, fighting and fighting and fighting. And, it's, and we don't want to live in America and figure out what we can get away with. What we want to do is figure out how we can serve and sacrifice. Isn't it amazing how the politicians uh, want to spend all your money and tax you more? I, I thought we put them in office so they could serve us more instead of spending more of our money. There's, there's no freedom in someone else spending your money because I figured something out. I'm not, I'm not claimed to be the sharpest tool in the shed. But when you spend all your money, you ain't got any more. Don't let somebody else spend your money. Amen. Let us pray for this message. Lord, we just pray that we understand this church, that we are driven to be closer to the Lord through the power of the Holy Ghost. And Lord God, we never take a knee to anyone or anything other than Christ Jesus. And we stand under no flag except unless it's red, white, and blue. And we give you the glory that we can declare independence physically and spiritually. And we pray all this in thy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, let's read this. It says, what shall we say then? Are we to continue into sin that grace may abound? Question mark. We know the answer. He doesn't want us to remain in sin. That's why he died on the cross. That's why we moved to America. So we can worship our Lord and Savior the way we want. Uh, we don't need anybody to control the way we worship. We don't need anybody to control the way we, we speak. We don't need anybody to control our households and control our schools and, and, and control us in a, in, a, in a matter of physical or spiritual tyranny. Amen? And, and it would actually answer the, the question if you went back to 520 in Romans, but I'll just make that noteworthy. Verse 2 says, by no means, how can we who died to sin still live in it? And I, I just do that with me, just like kind of move a body part or something. How can you like live in anymore? Do you ever uh, like visit some friends or you used to hang out somewhere, or used to do something and, and you go back there and you're just like, oh man. I mean, do that with me. Like, oh man, you, your old friend or whatever. And you're, and you're like, oh, it, he, he says you're going to get it when, read, read it again. It says, by no means. He said, how can we who die to sin still live in it? How is it that you can continue to do what you're doing when you're supposed to be dead to sin and the power of it? I've told you before, I can't give the enemy that kind of control. The only thing I allow up here are things that please God. Amen? Amen. Wake up your neighbor. Do you not know, verse 3, do you not know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him in baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Say newness of life with me. Newness of life. One, two, three, say it again. Newness of life. 
It's all new. It's like a, it's like a new car smell. Do that with me. New car smell. We wish it would go on forever and ever, just like the payment book. Amen? That's the most wonderful thing in the world. You get in the car, you go, oh, yeah, this thing's brand new. And you're like, what the heck is that? Payment book. See, here's the deal. When you walk in newness of life with Christ, the bill's already been paid. And God's people ought to applaud to that. Look at your neighbor and say, the tab's been paid, Jack. Uh, and you'll, you'll figure it out what I'm talking about. So walking in newness of life. So I read an article. I was reading an article. I'm trying to think of what it was. I think I was at the farm on Friday. I was reading it. And the guy asked, he said, well, uh, and he was quoting 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we're all new creatures uh, in Christ. When we become born again, we're all new creatures in Christ. Um, and... Um, he said it's not just being born again, it's, by, it's the way we behave and the excitement we, we have and all this kind of stuff. And um, I don't know if I told you guys this, but sometimes I just can't sleep um, because I'm, th- especially like on 4th of July, you know, I'm kind of, I'm wringing my hands and I got up real early and went outside. I, I didn't want to wake my, does anybody kind of like tiptoe around in the morning so you don't want to wake anybody. I try to tiptoe around, but I'm still really loud. I, I just, I can't, I'm trying, Tina, I'm trying to be quiet. My wife's like, uh, and I know she's like, oh, she's going to blow her top. Oh, and then she goes, if I knew, if I knew you're getting up this early, yeah, I got up like at four and I'm like, come on, God, hurry up. So I went outside to work out in my outdoor gym and Got the dog out there. I'm like, I'm being really quiet out here. And then I walk in. She's like, oh, my, and I already made the coffee. She's like, if I knew you were going to get up there. See, what, what happens is, is I don't want, <laughs> I'm like a kid at Christmas. I'm telling you, my, this is like therapy here, listen. And then I, I gotta, I'm going to confess. She doesn't know this, but I went out into the garage to put my sweet tea in the cooler so I could dump the ice quietly out in the garage. <laughs> you know, like when you're pouring in, I got an ice maker. This is all going on at 5 in the morning. I'm like, I know she's going to hear me from in there. Well, something I had to do. I always like to have a cold one in the trunk. Uh, iced tea. Why am I telling you guys all this stuff anyways? You're like, can he screw up anymore? So newness of life. So being born again is is not just a spiritual thing. It's a whole new thing. So before I might have been out in the refrigerator, you know, out in the garage icing up a cold one of of another flavor. But since I've been born again, I don't do that. And I do the different thing that God approves of. Amen. Amen. So it's a whole transformation that goes on. And I was telling little Richard this. It's not something that you do on your own naturally. It's a supernatural change. Say that with me. It's a supernatural change. It's, it's called sanctification. It's just something we do. We're excited to get out of bed. We're excited about the day. We're exci- I was thinking, i got to be honest, confession time. I'll get back to preaching. I'm thinking about how much charcoal I'm going to use on those porterhouses. 
I mean, I'm just going, I'm going over the top, man. I'm pouring a whole bag in. And anybody do this with a lighter fluid, you're like, oh, yeah. And then you go to set it down, and you're like, well, what if it doesn't light? I'm going, okay, let's go. So I'm just celebrating freedom, I guess. That's what I'm talking about. And if the church understands, just say, we'll pray for you. So we've been united. So let's go into this. This is another part. that we're t- So we're united and you go, hey, I may not understand that or I don't understand how he lives. But we're all united through the blood of Jesus Christ. And at the, and at the, at the foot of the cross, the ground is level for everybody, whether you're young, old, in between, big, little, short, or tall. Jesus died for them all. Amen. So at the cross, at the, the, the ground's level and no one's better than another person. You're going to be amazed when you get to heaven some of these crazy people you thought were going to be in hell they ended up getting there um with him in a death like his we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his bam so i've been i've been raised and that's what actual uh, water baptism signifies is i've been dead in my old self and, and the new self came out of the water and it's signifying a new life and a new opportunity with Christ. Each day, we ought to shout liberty and we ought to shout hallelujah. God's given us another day to get it right. So if you screwed up last night, you got another chance to do it right. Amen? Amen. I think about that when I see the Lord's table set. And I started this last night when I was at Warrington. And it's the, and the, and the bread and the juice represents the body and the blood that was spilled and the power that we receive uh, when we become born again. Amen. Um, and it's exciting to, to see people get born again. Diana, all these people getting baptized lately. And, and I'll just tell you a story that I was really excited about. And it was actually a friend of me and Vicky's that was here. Uh, Lisa, she was here at this service. But last, uh, last week, we had a service like at 9 o'clock. And and uh, because we had tent revival, and I was kind of, when I got done here, I got to kind of mill around. I talked to a few people, and, and, and uh, I've known her for uh, like 40-something years. And she said, I gave my life to Jesus today. And I was like, man, that is incredible. And I love, and I love celebrating those moments with people because those are moments they'll remember forever. And, and when we baptize people, we give them certificates and all that kind of stuff, and then hang them on the wall, and they should. But they're always going to remember the words that were spoken over their life. They're going to remember where they got baptized and how they felt when they come out of the water and how excited they were. they knocking on my office door and, thank you, Pastor Pat. All that stuff you guys all get to be a part of by being in this church. Amen? So that's something supernatural that God lets us celebrate. Amen. Um, Let's, let's slide down here into verse 9, and I'm going to kind of bring this to a place where we start getting ready for the Lord's Supper, because it's, I think it's vitally important when we start talking about uh, freedom that we know that we truly are free from, uh, from sin that bound us by the blood of Jesus. Verse 9 says this, we know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him, and I, I was telling the church in, in John 19 and 30, it's... He, uh, Jesus, when he died on the cross, he says, it is finished. Say it with me, it is finished. 
And you go, what is finished? Everything that needed to be done for your and, your and my salvation has been done at the cross of Calvary. You don't have to do any religious activity. You don't have to know things. All you got to do is know that Jesus died one time for your sin, and he paid the ultimate price through his blood and body. Amen. And that's, that's where freedom really starts. Amen. That's what, made, that's what made people travel over to this country and start a new America. And I thought about this, so let, let me describe to you this, this because I thought it would be a, um, I thought it'd be a great picture of what it's like uh, after you get born again to tell people that you have been saved. You think about all the people who are trying to get in our country right now. You've seen some of the horrible stories that people have died in tractor trailers or willing to swim across the river and some take boats and some do all kinds of crazy things because they want it so bad. They want freedom so bad they go, man, if I could just live in America, it would be the most wonderful thing. And, and, and sometimes as, a, as Americans, sometimes we take our freedom for granted and, until we start seeing things like that. They go, man, these guys are risking it all. Sometimes the parents send their kids in. They go, if I can't be free, I at least want my child to be free. That's when you know, and, and that's the way you ought to feel when you walk out of these doors is go, you know what, I want somebody else to feel what I'm feeling right now, amen? And, and, and I think about it this way, no one is trying to leave America, but everyone's trying to get in. You know, remember all that when the Hollywood moguls and the politicians said, hey, we're going to move out of here if things don't go our way. They're still here. They're still here. You know why? Let do this. Is they like the way it smells. <laughs> smells like freedom. Right. I want you to stand up with me if you would right now. Do it again. Just give it the sniff test. The new car smell. Whew, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So what keeps us from celebrating, what keeps us from celebrating this, this, this new car smell or being born again or the freedom? It's, and the answer is here in 6.12. It says, let sin, therefore, let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. That, that's a, it's a distraction. It's a distraction. Now, all these things that are out there in the world and, and everybody's giving attention to them, they come on Facebook and they come on YouTube and they come in all these forms of fashion. And you ask them, oh, how long have you been on Facebook? How long have I been on Facebook and YouTube for 14 hours? How many hours have you read your Bible today? Well, I haven't, I haven't read my Bible. You can sit on social media and let's look at all this doo-doo. And you can't read your Bible. There's Bibles all over online, man. Just stop what you're doing on dumb book and, and read the good book. There's good in everything. Don't get me wrong. I'm not running down social media. There's some good things on it. I got a YouTube channel. I, but I can't let sin reign in my mortal body. And I want to say hi to my buddy. Johnny Moore. 
want to pray for him and pray that uh, um, God heals him. I was in the hospital the other day praying for him. Did I tell you that, Kathy? He'd love to be where all y'all are right now. He was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And then I'm not going to give all the details away. But but when I walked out of the hospital, he said, you know what? He said, Pastor, he said, he said, I love your faith. He started to smile. He said, you know what? He goes, I'm going to fight this thing. Was going to do something a different way. He said, I'm going to fight this thing. I'm going to have him put the port back in. I'm going to strap on my boots and I'm going to give this thing a whirl. And it's not, it's not a story about me being greater than things. It's just me just being a container along with our brother Gary of faith into his room. I said, man, I'm, I'm just praying the word of God over you. I said, I didn't come in to... to to try to make you feel good, although it does make you feel But I come in to pray for healing. I brought my Bible and I brought my oil. And I believe in this God that I pray to. And he said that. He said, I know you do. He said, it's contagious. That's what this story is about. It's about this faith and this Bible that you tote and this flag that you wave. It gets contagious when you come to a church like this. You go, man, I think I ought to dress up a little bit. I ought to go buy me a flag. I ought to go get a shirt and tear the sleeves off or something. You know why? Because living is an event. You're not hearing me. Because that's what Johnny... Him being up in the hospital, he would he would pump his fist right now. And he would say, "Hey guys, live! Pour on the gas, Barrett. If there's anything in the tank, dump it out today." So many times we're just waiting and waiting. And, well, we'd like to go watch far. We'd like to barbecue. Well, if you do, do it. Don't wait. We're waiting our whole lives away while there's people all over, all over the world that would love to not only be in this country, but be in this church right now. Am I talking to anybody today at this church? But present to yourselves to God as those you have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments of righteousness your mom and dad didn't tolerate it did they why do we tolerate it now in this generation why do we why do we look past it and just kind of just just well it's you know it's the way it is no it ain't ain't the way it is You ain't supposed to be acting like that after you uh, got Jesus in your heart. You're supposed to be kind and loving and considerate and respectful. What happened to respect in the country? Respecting your peers, respecting your mommy, respecting your daddy, respecting your grandpa and your grandma and your teachers and the police officers in the community. What happened to respect? 
What happened to giving a chair to a woman so she don't have to stand? Or somebody older, do you really got to tell your kids to get out of a chair when an old person walks in the front room? Let me tell you something just so I don't pop your bubble. Have you ever come to my house and a kid's sitting in a chair and somebody old walks into my house? That kid better jump up out of the seat or you and the family will be out of my house in a minute because we respect our elders at my house and this church. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's the most disrespectful thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. We still okay? Because your kids are going to get older one day and they're going to say the same thing. Get out of the dang chair, son. Go sit on the floor or sit outside somewhere. What'd you say, Mike? Let the stink blow off you. Are we talking the truth here today? God don't want you acting like you ain't got good dang sense. Don't walk out of here and act like you don't know what to do. That's disgraceful because the Lord already is teaching you through the power of the Holy Spirit. I'll wrap it up here. I want to get you set. Are you ready for the Lord's Supper? I know Pastor Mark will probably crack it on you. He, he said something last night. I just got to gotta tell you, if it's him or B.C., whoever's doing the Lord's Supper. They're basically going to tell you to t- take the Lord's Supper with clean hands and a pure heart. Because if you don't, what you're doing is, you're, is you are partaking and you're going to end up getting judgment on you. And the Bible says some of you have, have been sick and some of you have fallen asleep. That means some of you have died. That sounds pretty serious. Let me tell you something. The Bible's very serious. And, and, and back to the war, war is very serious. So if you've had a family member who has fought and died in battle, you understand how serious freedom really is. Look at your neighbor and say, it's costly. It's costly. It's expensive to live in America. And it's expensive to get you sin free. So God gave his very best, his son, his name's Jesus the Christ. He said in order to wipe out all that's going on, everything that's being paraded up and down the street, I got to send my son for that. The way we're marching around and parading it around. God knew this day was going to happen. He goes, I got to send my son to die for that. We take it for granted. We just, we, we celebrate it now. We, we, uh, we rub it in, in people's noses. We, we act out. They call it acting out. You're right. It's acting out. Let's give everybody a time right now to repent. Everybody. Just across the just across the globe right now. Just to, to repent where they're at. Let's just pray that prayer. Father God, I don't know who's 
listen in the sound of my voice, but I want them to have the, the same opportunity, Billy, that I had. They can repent of their horrible act and be saved by the blood of the Lamb. And Father God, I want to thank you for all the brave men and women who have fought and died for the red, white, and blue. And Father God, I pray today if there's someone here who doesn't know you as Lord and as Savior, that they would come on a bended knee today and give their whole being to you. Just ask them right where you are right now, church. If there's something going on in your life, just, just throw up a hand and say, God, take it from me. Get, get, get it out of my life. It, it's something that, that hinders a man. It's something that, that befundles a man. It confuses a man. It confuses all of mankind. It's un, unleashed, unbridled, habitual sin that reigns throughout the land church you can't be partakers in it you're called to a higher calling is anybody hearing this you're, you're called to you're called to serve the the king of kings and the lord of lords and his name is jesus the christ and father god check us out in the, with our hands and our hearts and make sure we're ready to receive the Lord's Supper. The bread is the body and the juice is the blood. And we pray all this today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.